Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. And it's another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge here in D.C. Unfortunately, those Wizards find new ways to blow leads in the fourth quarter. Blew another one in Toronto last night. I don't even want to talk about it. I want to talk about better and more positive things with our man Bastion from Trash Talk. The man, the myth, the legend, all things French basketball, all things Europe basketball. Bastion, thank you for joining us. Thank you, DA, for the invitation, as always. But you were here. I wanted to start with this. You were here for Wemby's first game. You were here for a few days, right, in San Antonio. Yep. And how how much how much more could you get done being here in person on the ground as opposed to trying to report from France? Well, it was crazy because obviously most of the time we we witnessed the games from afar and uh, during the night. So it was it was good to see the craziness from that close. Uh, I think it was amazing to see a marquee game because I think it was nationally televised against Luka Doncic in the Mavs as an opening tip. And so I think it was two sides of the stories because um, I was able to be close to Wemby and, and, and his group. And so that was one side of it. And as well, I was close to the Spurs. So I think it was um, really a double experience. Um, and the, 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 the scenario of the whole thing, because I was there for two games, the, the first one against Dallas and then the second one against Houston. The scenario, the script was amazing because they they really were there against Dallas in the money time. Um, and then Luca did did look at things obviously in the yeah. end. and um, and then what is interesting is that we don't see this and we don't live this in Europe for, for, for when you are an NBA fan you could see and feel the atmosphere in the city in the city of San Antonio following the the, the loss yeah and so people were kind of down because there was all that excitement and then there was the preseason mm. game against the heat where it was crazy doing stuff that you have never seen before. And then everyone comes back for the Rockets game, and then they win. So it was um, it was quite amazing. Not gonna lie. Did you, I'm sure you know Buna and all of the, most of the people in in his camp as well as Wemby and, and his family. But um, what what is your view of his support system? Because I really am impressed so far with the the kind of sobriety that they have approached this with. Like they've been doing planning this for years, so it's not like they just are being overwhelmed by the moment they've kind of built this for this moment. Like they kind of expected this and absolutely. I just wonder what, right. So, yeah, absolutely. You're hundred percent correct. I think it's, uh, I think it's credit to Buna and the, and, and his whole team, because it's not as if they, they were there for like the last two weeks, they've been there for yeah. so many years. And so it was, a. Uh, it was a, it was a big moment. I think they, they're handling it really well. Um, Going back to a pod that we did in, I think it was last June, uh, around yes. the draft, and yeah. uh, we were talking about the, the 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 mental aspect of Wemby, and I think that's what I was most excited about for the Americans to discover is that 
this guy first, uh, Victor, he, you can see the maturity and the, the fact that he's never too high, never too low. That's how it is. And then yeah. his parents are athletes, both. And right. so when you are surrounded and molded by, by athletes and parents, I, I think you've seen so many players, DA, where sometimes you only get the, my parents were both athletes, but you rarely see my parents were both athletes and highly educated and made sure that I had not only sports, but everything in life. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was, there's a balance there, right? I mean, it's not just, this is our ticket out of whatever, you know, trauma we're in. Oh, right? yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. They, they 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 really made sure that he had everything. So uh, sometimes we like to laugh to know when a French player comes in, how well-spoken he is in English, how fluent he is in English. You can see mm -hmm. it right away. He's learned how to handle that kind of moments. He's not phased by all this. He's just, he. I think he's more down because of the, the losses and the fact yeah. that sometimes you have to learn that there are tight defeats and there are ups and yeah. downs. But uh Never going to be worried about the mental aspect because he's he's that he's that skilled uh, psychologically. I would say. Yeah, what did you what did you learn or who you know in terms of how the Spurs are handling this this year this first year, and um, you know I cut obviously they got the new practice facility that they're going they've spent yeah. a lot of money on and they really yeah. are excited about the ways that they can help players develop. But what did you learn about the organization when you were down here? I think, well, first, I think I've, I've, I've been able to sometimes see some different franchises and you can see sometimes where they're a little bit too tight and when they don't yeah. have the approach. Uh, I think I really respect the Spurs for the fact that they understood the magnitude of the moments. So I, I'm not going to lie there. There was like about, I, I talked to uh, Andrew, Andrew Lopez from uh, yeah, yeah. About, about all this because he was there covering the Spurs and he's, I think he's doing it for like the whole season. Right. And uh It was 50-50, 50% French journalists and 50% American journalists. And sure. so I think when you see this happening, it could have gone so many different ways. But I think the fact that they, each and every press conference or moments, there were like US media moments and yes. French media moments. I think it was yeah. well handled. I think they opened the door more than I thought they would. And they, they, they were right to do it because uh, that's how you promote to my knowledge that's how you promote a franchise and its values so uh yeah. i don't i don't know were you close to like the whole Cavs and lebron when he came in or or were you sure. far from, from this yeah oh no 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 sure no i was there was it was it, was it tight like they 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 closed the doors or i mean some of it was at the beginning you know especially when he came back you know like oh, yeah. the first seven years when he was there it was there was a lot of protection of him because he was young he was a kid mm -hmm. um but when he came back he you know was completely different he was a global figure he had won oh, championships yeah. in miami and he just kind of he kind of set the tone like i'm just i'm only going to do so much media i'm not going to do a ton every day um and most most people i mean it was fine it wasn't what i think media wanted but it was it was fine you got it you got him before every game it was fine It wasn't for very long, but you got him. So yeah. um, I, I am very curious about how the Spurs handle this because the Spurs are notoriously a very kind of secretive organization um, in terms yeah. of their front office um, and their players, even though they were, they've had superstar players there. 
But David Robinson was a very quiet, resident guy. Didn't sp- yeah. say very much. Tim Duncan said nothing. <laughs> yeah. right? He didn't have anything to say. Um, Kawhi, very quiet guy. You know, yeah. Tony was probably the most, you know, out there guy of the group. You know, the yeah, most yeah. public facing guy of the group. Um, so they've never had a guy as big as Wemby in terms of, I think, projecting to not only be a superstar, but to embrace everything that comes with superstardom, all yeah. the ancillary stuff, the deals, the movies, the whatever that comes yeah. with being a, a great player. I, I I think the most you're right, but I think the most fascinating thing that I that I discovered while I was there is that um, the fit is amazing as far as personality between San Antonio and Wemby, which is that guy. His seven five has always been out of reach, out of everything that's normal. And he always wanted to belong. It, he, he gives yeah. that 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 feeling of always wanting to to belong. And uh, I did the whole talking to people working there or Uber drivers or anything. You know the, the the random people that you meet, and they were like, "Well, first they were telling me, welcome to the to the smallest big city in the U.S." That's one thing that they told me about San Antonio. And it it really fits the fact that he wants to um, focus on basketball, focus on the people, and uh, that he wants to to blend in. And I think for San Antonio, you're right. The Spurs have always had this image of being such a top-secret organization. And it's still going to be. I mean, as you you can feel. Absolutely. You can feel with the young guys. I mean, you're there. There's all this hype, and then there's pop coming in, and then I I could see like RC Buford coming in, and you understand that this is a well-oiled machine, right? Like yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. Goes, goes through. The, so I think it's um it's gonna be fascinating to see how they they approach it. But um, uh, that guy with a small a small market team was everything that we could have hoped for. I think yeah. because in a big city it would have been just a crazy circus. I think it it would have been te- yeah no it would have been ten times worse oh, in yeah. Chicago or LA or someplace like that. Yeah. But how did you think he fit in with with the group? I mean, they got look they're doing this thing where Soham was, was playing point guard. I don't think that really long term is going to work. But you know they're trying different stuff. I get it. Yeah. Um, but how was the fit with? Vassal and some of the other young players on the team that you know they got some they've got some young talent on that yeah. team. It's gonna they're gonna be pretty good in a, in a couple of years. But how was the immediate fit as you saw it? I think uh, you could see that uh, I I came publicly and said that David Vassell is the best player on this team, and yeah, he is. Yeah. If you watch the games, he is he is, and you could see the potential between the two of them. Uh, that that duo then that tandem can basket. Basketballistically, they they can play together and they can do damage. Yes, they can yeah. and both ends of the floor. I think they can be amazing. I totally agree with you on the whole Jeremy Sohan plan. But hey, their timeline is we're gonna try and see how it goes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, but I th- I think he fits in. I think he fits in on one thing particularly is that he Victor covers so much defensively already. Yeah. That if he was just jacking up shit, sorry to say it, but if he no, was okay. jacking a jump shot all over yeah, the place yeah. and taking step back threes and all this, and he was doing nothing on defense, that would have been a, a different thing. But you could see it. I talked to Zach Collins and to David Vassell and Trey Jones and all this. 
they're they're happy that he's got their back like he, they can Absolutely. they can he talked he talked about it in the cell he was like i can he can uh he can be more aggressive on the passing lanes he can yes. uh, harass his player a little bit more because he knows that if he gambles a little bit he got a he got a, a dinosaur behind him just <laughs> just making sure that he covers him and in that regard i think from a sports standpoint they're going to be fine I'll just keep an eye on the whole. Um, Wemby is such a he's creating so much attention. Whatever he breathes, he breathes are yeah. he he yeah. takes a jump shot or he dribbles between his legs. Um, I've seen one or two moments where I was like, "Uh oh, press conference." They were like, "No more Wemby questions because you because you can get on your nerve." I mean, it yeah, every single yeah. day. Sure. You're sure. out of your game, and even before talking about your performance, they're like, "What do you think about that hell you that he did?" <laughs> like, and so that's that's the only component that we'll really have a look at. But other than that, he's passing the ball, he's defending, he's blocking shots, he's making sure everything is fine collectively. So I don't, I, I think he's going to fit well. It's unbelievable. Like you have to see it to believe how much ground. Right? Hey, we talked about it last June. They. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, I've never, there's never been anybody like this guy in terms right. of covering ground defensively. He's a, contesting threes on the other side of the floor in the short in the short corner. That's just insane. You know, like turns around two steps, he's there. Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. The it's biggest unbelievable. Big, biggest fear I have for the for the competition is that we could foresee that defensively, we were talking about it last June. He was going to be okay. The floor, yeah. I, I listened to our podcast last time and we were talking about it. The floor is just, I think Jerry West was saying like, he could be like a Bill Russell with like plus plus, which I hope it will be, but defensively yeah, right? you can see that he can have a great career. But uh, my the craziness is that he's just learning the NBA rules right now. Right, right, right. That is, that is, it's all scary because he's as, he's as inexperienced and as, not uh, he's not weak, but is not strong. If that's oh, yeah. a better term than than he's going to be, like yeah. he's going to be way stronger in two years, and he's going to be way more experienced in two years. It's just you just can't believe how good this guy is going to be. It's unbelievable. You, Different I wanted to there. ask you, yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask you since you saw Luca, what did you think of him and how his game has kind of evolved over the last few years? Luca, well, yeah. He's um he's on an even different level because I think what was fascinating with Luca is that from the first week with Dallas, you could see that all right, the franchise is his now. It was it was it took a week for Luca. Yeah, right. And mm -hmm. um the thing that we had in mind when he came into the NBA and that we still have a thing with him is that um he was a little chubby and he made an effort yes. this summer. He's he's yeah. fit. Luca is fit. Luca is in yes. MVP mode. He's in. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna take care of my body, and if I do, that's game's over. And so, that's that's the first thing. Second, he you can see it right away. He's really worked on the whole three three point shot. He was jacking up sometime because it was the classy move to to do jump shots from three step backs. But now yeah. his selection is even better, so he's getting closer to the really dangerous range of like 30 38 39 percent from three which right, is right right what can you do and uh and then the, the last i i talked about it the last week i think was um 
the last piece that he needs is uh, is his temper. Like he's uh, yeah yeah. He's, uh, sometimes he's losing his man because he's complaining, and sometimes yes. even with with Slovenia or with Dallas, sometimes he's just just losing it all, and then it's uh, it's a crazy circus. But um, he's um. We we did a video today with with my partner on on our YouTube channel and we were like all right if if not if not Nikola Jokic who is the best basketball player on the planet yeah and I, and I don't even know how you say Luca right now I don't I mean, know what you're saying him Giannis I mean they're all in the same kind of mix you know like but would Luka you take would you take Gian, would you take Giannis over Luca <laughs> That's, That's a good tough. call. It's a good question. No, no, it's a good question. Yes, I would. I would. Yeah. I think Giannis, because of his the way he can impact defensively, yeah. is just, you know, the offensive piece. Like, he's never going to be a, sh a great shooter. I mean, he, he, you know, he works, he works, he works, he works, and he yeah. shoots 30%. I mean, he just, he just, it just isn't in his bag. You don't have every mm -hmm. shot in your bag, right? Like, so, yeah, yeah. like, you can't do everything. Um, And, you know, he does the best he can, but he's not, he's just never going to be a great shooter. But he transcends his bad shooting or his mediocre shooting, let's put it that yeah. way, just yeah. because of his ability to, to get to the basket and to attack and to finish through contact, all those things, right? So, And then the defensive piece is just so impactful, his ability to recover and help and block yeah. shots. And, so, and Luka just doesn't impact that end of the floor at all. He just doesn't. Like, you know, and no, I'm not yeah. – I'm not angry with him, but that's just the reality. He doesn't impact defense at all. That's, that's so, what is right. Now he's yeah. better offensively by far. It's not close. By offensively, he is much more dynamic, much more of a complete player who can score, shoot, pass, all of those things. Um, but I just think the defensive piece matters, and especially at playoff time. Uh, just Do you, you so think uh, him and, and yeah, him and Kyrie, as far as the backcourt, like defensively, that that's going to caused them problems in the playoffs? Yes. That's why they went and got lively. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. understood that they needed some help at the rim and they got guys that actually can help protect the rim. And so that to me was, I thought they had a great off season in that regard, adding the guys yeah. that they added, um, understanding that they were, uh, they were minus at, you know, defensively uh, in the yeah. paint and they've gotten much better. I think this kid lively is going to be a hell of a player. So He'll be good. He's going to yeah, be good. So yeah. that, so I like, I like what they did. Now you saw, you also saw them against Houston, right? You saw the Spurs right. against Houston. Yeah. Um, now the, I am stunned. Stunned is not the right word. I'm surprised at how quickly Houston's kind of come around. Now, you obviously knew Shen Gun before he got to the league. Yeah. I just wonder what you, you know, he's, I've always liked his game, um, but he is really, wow. He's really surprised me with how much he's improved. The talent has always been there. It's yeah. it's what got so many so much attention when he was playing uh, in the, the younger competition. You you could see the talent. The the, yeah. the the sky is the limit. But what we didn't know is uh, on a scale like back then. I think you remember what Ennis Kenner did to the. Um, I think it was the Hoop Summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Was, he just destroyed the hoop summit, I think. Yes. Yes. And uh and people were like, Oh my, oh my gosh, like this guy is the next best power forward in the NBA. And what we quickly found out is that the the seriousness and the defensive approach was not there. Yeah. And yeah. the collective approach. 
and and uh, Alp, he he he's making strides. You, he we already see that with um, Ime Udoka's approach and with Fred Van Fleet's and Jeff Green's and with all those guys. Yeah. You yeah. could see from the warm up. I was watching them warm up and and do the practice and everything, and you could see the veterans just and the the assistants. I think Thiago Splitter is with the team now. Yeah, right. And, yeah, um, yeah. They're giving him all these tools, and 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 you can see now that they have understood his skills. They don't want him to be someone he's not, and um, and when he can be himself, I mean, he's just he's been incredible to start the yeah. season. He's been unbelievable. I mean, and good for yeah. him, you know, because they, it's hard, you know, young players on bad teams, it's really hard. You get, you just get bad habits so quickly and it's yeah. hard to get out of that, you know? So the fact that they were smart enough, I think not only to bring in Ime and to bring in Van Vliet, you know, but to also bring in a guy like Jeff Green, who's just, oh, yeah. you know, it changed everything. We were Yeah. Yeah, we were really scared. At best vets, you're right. We were really scared last year because we were like, that guy is a diamond in the rough. But yeah. if he's gonna do, if he's gonna be Andre Drummond, just rebounding all those bricks from the KPJs of the world and the John Greens, and I'm, I'm right. serious, yeah, we were no, really scared. No, it was it's it was hard watching them the last couple of years. It was hard watching because it was yeah, just it was, my turn, your turn to take a bad shot. It's just like. So now I think what what really uh, with what clicked is that so that's one of the first games of the season in San Antonio against the Rockets and in yeah. like money time and the clutch, the number one option it was no Dylan Brooks it was no John Green, pick and roll Van Fleet Alper and Sangoon and yeah, if that's yeah. how you really start the season, that's it that that tells me what you've done in training camp that tells me yeah. what you've said to the agents to the players, so. I think sky's the limit for for this guy, but um, he's trying defensively, and that was the biggest yes. question. It's all, Bastion, you know this. All coaches want you to do is try. If you don't, even if you're not any good at it, just try. You know, just give me the effort. You know, and that's that alone, I, we can yeah. we can handle the rest. We can cover up some of the other stuff. You know, but that's why Ennis Kenner is not in the league anymore. No, you're 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 not you're not wrong. I want to get back to Wemby and just the yeah. the impact in in France because we don't we don't know you know how many people are staying up to watch the games or getting up early to watch the games yeah. or you know not going to sleep to watch the games. But yeah. what what are what are people saying back home? Well, there there are two sides. So um, first is there was the what I call the double games against Phoenix, where it was the the pinnacle of all this because it was the fifth game of Wemby's career, and now he's dropping thirty eight and yeah, 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 right, right, and right, being yeah. clutch and blocking things, and and Kevin Durant is in press conference saying that guy is going to create his own lane. So it was just a big storm, and and for French people who've known the NBA for a long time. There were like comparisons to Shaq's debut with Orlando, where they were like nobody's done those stats in the last in the first five games. So I think that was the first side of the story. They were like, this this guy is really it. And then there is the effect of the last five games, which is a lot of people stay up to watch the games. Um, but people are really on their <laughs> they're nervous because of how he's used offensively. Mm. 
And um, not that they that they want or we want him to have like 25 shots a game, but there is a little bit of nervousness from people on how much is he going to be used and how is it going to be during the season. So I think thus far it's been pretty good with the the big storm and everything, and you can you can see it. I was I was in in San Antonio and there were French TVs calling me to do skits on videos from san antonio yeah. and and yeah. different tv shows and radios trying to have their own little moments and newspapers as well but um i think it's more um i think there are as you know da there are so many different topics around the world that people need to talk about nowadays and yeah. uh, and so i think when these window was three or four days uh around yeah. this phoenix Suns game and then there goes Kian Mbappe, or there goes something else, or Paris Olympics. So it's going to come back if he does a crazy performance. Um, but we we talked even more about Nicolas Batum being traded more than anything. I saw Batum last week in Philly, actually, and talked to him for, for a few minutes. He gave he gave Embiid the finger, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, you can't give your man the finger. Come on. Yeah. It was like, he betrayed us, you know. He betrayed us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for the tips. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, no, no, but, but I, think, I think Wemby, as far as your question, I think it's, um, it's a process. And uh, people don't know when to jump on the bandwagon. But you know it is, DA. If you don't win, how come we talk about you? Like, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So, are people are people genuinely pissed at MB for not picking France? It's I think it's 80-20, 80% yes, they're pissed. 20% yeah. they're not. In the yeah. 20% you got uh, he had as much business with France as he had with the US. I mean, it's right. not as if like, he grew up or right, blah, right, blah. right. Right, he got family, but still, it's not as if like he was there. Right. Um I think it's more people are pissed. I don't know if it's like this in the U.S. because now it's with Team USA, but it's more Embiid as a um, as a personality, what he showed uh, thus far, and mm -hmm. I think people were kind of pissed in that whole approach of he's doing all the celebrations and he's choking in the playoffs and he can't have a three-two league against Boston and close it out, and now here comes. Another salvo of Embiid not being trustworthy. See, that's that's what that's what was the main reaction right. from I think from French people was like, all right, it's fine. Still, we got a Katie, half Katie, half Bill Russell, half uh, yeah, yeah. Rudy Gobert yeah. coming in, right. and uh, <laughs> and um, and a lot of kids coming in the next few years in the drafts who are going to be crazy good. So uh, it was just. Um, I think we cannot wait to face him. I think that's the yeah. that's the thing. Because because of Victor and the national team, they don't forget. No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. And with him, they I'm not gonna say they automatically win the gold, but they have a hell of a they be in the they be on the medal stand for sure with him, right? I oh. mean, there's no doubt. Him and yeah. Wendy, are you kidding? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like but that's why that's why I think uh I I, I know. It's gonna be funny if uh, when the Sun, the six, the Sixers play the Spurs, just to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. One of the messages because I, I wouldn't be surprised that Embiid gives a little 
you know, a little friendly bump. Sure, like a little, sure. Yeah, just sure. USA. And then Wemby just comes back with something that we haven't seen before. And he goes All like, right. yeah, you missed it. So my, so my man, Koulibaly, he's got a shot now. I think he's got a shot to be on the on the team, right? Come on now. You mean an <laughs> NBA team or the no, Washington no, Wizards? No, the, Olymp the Olympic team. The <laughs> Olympic team. Well, yeah, well, he'll be on an NBA team eventually. <laughs> not this, just not this year. <laughs> this is a gap year for him. <laughs> this is this is a recreation park, right? Oh my God! But I tell you what, he's playing great. He is playing great for them. Um, he's, he got he, he's, he, he's got it. He's got he he's got it. He's um yeah. he wants it. Um, but yeah, he he's got a chance to to be with the French national team. Not gonna lie to you, Da. Our biggest issue with the federation is um, are there gonna be some major changes? Because remember, we totally effed up the World Cup. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. out right. in the first round. Right. And so right. there were talks about firing the coach, Vincent Collet, who yeah. was Wendy's coach yeah. when he yeah. played his last season in France. I think that's the biggest question is, is it going to be the same guy at the head of the team? And if not, who will? Because that guy, he's going to have Wemby and Bilal. Like, that's minimum. Yeah. And then, I mean... For next year's draft, there are already two French kids who are in the top Star, ten. Of, for uh, sure, yeah. right? Star is going to be – he could go number one. I He looks great so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Rizaché, who is another one, who's the son of a former uh, French national team player, who's a uh, really great, uh, some kind of a Gordon Award type of player. And uh, mm -hmm. there, there's, there's a lot of talent, but uh, but Bilal, Bilal and Wemby are going to be the face of uh, French yeah. basketball in the next 15 years. That's for sure. I'll tell you this in all seriousness, like people in, in here in Washington, like the Wizards have been so bad for so long. They just wanted them to do it the right way to start over and, and oh, yeah. try to build through the draft and with young guys. And so as bad as they've been, and they've been horrible, people are okay with it because Bilal has been so encouraging. Like he That's is dope. doing things every game that are like wow this kid's really yeah. good <laughs> like yeah, he's got a yeah, chance yeah. to be really good so you they're can. not as down as they would be because he's really had his moments and i think they're being smart they're bringing him off the bench they're not starting him yet yeah um, no please <laughs> yeah so he's been good he's been really good he's been really good he's, um uh, look yeah. what what do you what is your um ultimate expectation this year in, not in terms of the record with the Spurs, but just where do you think Wemby will be in terms of his development as an NBA player by the end of the year? Do you think he'll have mastered everything, or will there still be things he can he needs to work on? <laughs> no, it's going to be a process. Obviously, it's it's going to take a few years. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the year, I think the the the, the biggest thing is. Uh, we're going to see how they handle uh, 48 minutes games because you can see now that the Spurs games are like really young teams games, which is yeah. 12 minutes of greatness, then 60 mm -hmm. minutes of what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> no question. And then four minutes of, all right, these are veterans. We just got our yeah. ass kicked because they, they decided to just shut it down. And so I think there are going to be moments where just like the Suns game where they're going to be like, all right, we've matured and now we know, and I know as Victor, 
I know that we can't allow that kind of thing to happen that just happened in December. I think right. that's, that's one level that's going to be interesting. I think as of right now, I don't think he's missed a game, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So that's going to be an issue because I know the Spurs, they still want to rest him. So I we're going to have to absolutely see that. expect that. Sure. And um, and I think after this is uh, is uh, is is Wemby's willingness to be the boss, which means are there going to be situations where they can see that during uh, clutch moments, the number one, two, and three option is Vassell, Wemby, high pick and roll, and good luck covering this. this yeah, is, yeah, yeah, right. This right. is, I think, the biggest thing. And uh, I, 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 I'll just go along the ride because it's, it's that's how it is with Wemby. You just have to jump in and it's so different from everything that you've seen that you, you need a year, full year yeah. to just really realize. But um, I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, veterans around him because that's the number one struggle that I think they have is like they make, I love Trey Jones, but they make him like his, like if he's Chris Paul. Breaking news, he's not Chris Paul. <laughs> and so <laughs> they, need, they need that guy. They need a point, guard. Be, they need a point and, guard. Yeah, and, and a guy who's been through the trenches and who's going to tell Wemby the tricks and little things about the NBA. But yeah. on talent alone, I mean, is he's going to surprise us anyway. Dude. I don't know what's your expectation for him. That's There you go. That's a question I'm, for you. What's I your mean, expectation I, for Wemby? I think I think he will be – he'll get some votes for all NBA. I don't have any doubt about that. I don't think he'll make it, but he'll get votes. Um, he's – All defensive. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think he'll – you know, rookie of the year is kind of a weird thing because it, it really kind of comes down to how many games you play. And to your point, if they hold him out for rest and stuff like that and – you know, Holmgren's going to put up numbers in Oklahoma City, so it could be – you know, it's possible that he could not win Rookie of the Year. It doesn't mean he wasn't the best rookie. It just means voters vote on different things. No. So um, – but I suspect he will have established himself as a defensive force unlike mm -hmm. any we've seen uh, already, you know, by the end of the first year. And then the offensive piece is – that's going to come. I don't think and there's any, I mean, he's already shown he can, it's a three level score, right? So, um, yeah. you know, it's just a matter of what is he most comfortable? Where is he most comfortable dominating it? And that's what I, that's yeah. what I don't know yet with him. I don't yeah. know if he, you know, does he like high, high pick and rolls? Does he like the duck ins that they run? You know, I don't know. Um, so that's what I don't know, but that that's what you have a year to do to kind of mix and match and, and try different things and different lineups. And so, but he will be well on his way to being one of the top five players in this league. Oh yeah. By the end of this season. Yeah. Any doubt. And, and the, and the, the, the players already see it. They, they, they can see when there's a phenomenon, like a guy who's really good or does he know it, understand the game? And you can see when players talk about him, they're like, he, he's, he understands the game. Like when you yes. hear Draymond yeah. and Caden, they, they say, oh, he's not, you cannot fool around him. Yeah. They're like, yeah. You've seen this DA, there's like, I don't know how many, maybe 20,000 different NBA players podcasts nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, right. And they all talk about my first time facing Wemby, like Paul George and then sure, Draymond sure. and then. 
and they all say that he's he's got it he's understood what it what it's like um one little detail that i didn't mention i just had the numbers on just right i looked up right now yeah. i think free throws attempts i think Wemby, when he understands the whole tricks by the yes. end of like april right it's not going to be three or four or five attempts a game he's going to be like all right pump fake you jumped i just bump yeah. in there yeah. you go two free throws yeah, yeah, yeah. No, once he goes close to eight, nine, and that's where you become elite. Yeah, and he'll get, you know, he'll get four free throws a game because referees tend to give, you know, that's what they'll yeah. do for superstars. Once he establishes, he knows how to draw fouls. Yeah, they'll, he'll, yeah, he'll live at the line. He'll live at the line. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I just think he's going to be unbelievable. The, the, to your point, like you said, the star players don't begrudge him being a star. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell when the star guys are like, yeah, this kid is all hype. He ain't about all, he's not about this life, but they all is like big respect for this kid. They understand oh, yeah. how good he is and that he's put the work in to be this good, you know? And so, yeah. and then when you have these, these viral videos of him, you know, of his pregame routine, that's Steph level, you know, that's usually yeah. you get, you know what I mean? People don't usually, you don't usually get hundreds of thousands of views of dribbling, Dribbling, <laughs> dribbling drills, and that his is goes through the roof because people understand now he's this good. He really is this good, you know. Like, yeah, so he, he that opened, respect is big. He, yeah, absolutely. That's the respect that you're talking about, and uh, it's um, it's always tough when you come up with all that hype and all the players were saying was like, all right, cannot wait to face him, cannot wait to right. face him, and then you can see him facing really tough guys, and they're like, oh, like. He quietly almost put up 30 against the Wolves, who are like the right. number one defense in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. faced the Suns, and he was like, "All right, 38." And I didn't even like, I don't yeah. care. And they're gonna go at him when he goes to the Madison Square Garden, and he sure. just has one of his worst games. But that's that's how it is. I think you're it's right. Life. It happens. It happens. Nobody. That's, I mean, it's it's hap It's okay. Like nobody. He's not gonna be a hit every night. You know, you're gonna have bad nights. 82 games, long season. You know, like. Yeah. So, I just hope yeah. you you have more experience than me on on so many different things as far as the NBA. And there's one thing that I've always witnessed. I wanted your take on this. Is yeah. You see, often you have um that it's like a really bad movie where you have the rise of the hero where he goes like everyone is on the <laughs> yeah. and he goes like right there. at some point everyone was on Luca they were like oh my god Luca Doncic did you see him faking behind the back and all this yeah, and then yeah. started I just cannot wait to see and I want you to take on this on when when people are going to be like all right NBA cut with the bullshit we've we've had enough about dribbling skills and everything <laughs> <clears throat> So yeah. that's I don't know when is when do you think it's gonna come soon or won't be this year. It won't be this no? year because it's all about the it's all about the you know he'll have ten more games where he's just unbelievable, you know, and so it won't be this year. But eventually, like the NBA, it's usually usually get a runway of a year, year and a half, and then people are like, Yeah, but they're not winning, they're not winning enough, or they're not winning fun enough, you know, whatever it is. So they'll find some reason to, to slap them down. But to your point, they got to add more talent around them. They need to add, bring a couple of vets in that can help them kind of navigate this piece. They need a point guard. It could all be the same person. It could be one really good veteran point guard, you know, like if they can find that person. Um, uh, but 
Yeah, it'll come. There's always, like you said, there's always that, that, you know, you get slapped down after you achieve whatever it is you achieve because it wasn't enough or you did it wrong or whatever. Um, but then there's a the redemption arc, you know what I mean? Like, so it follows it immediately. Oh, but now he's persevered and he's gone through oh, so yeah. much and all that. And now he's a winner. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were saying you know that I mean? Yanis, Yanis was amazing. And then he was uh, like a football player who couldn't play against the right. zone. Exactly. And exactly. then they were there. So I cannot wait for this. But the thing is that he's so uh, exceptional in everything that we've seen thus far is that I don't even know how people are going to react to Wemby's arc. Like, is it going to be like others or is he as always going to be different? It's going to be, I think it's going to be different just because he's different, right? Like he's just, he's not just, it's, it's all of the things. He's not just seven, five. He's just, he's not just the most skilled offensive seven foot five player we've ever seen. He's not just the most amazing defensive player we've ever seen at right. that size. He's not just French. He's not just, you know, like it's all of it, right? Like there's yeah. never been anybody that had all of that in one package. And so do you think he should be, do you think he should be meaner? He will be. He will be. I'm asking because the, there's this whole image about European versus American where you pump up no, your chest. You know what? When, when Blake Griffin came into the league, when he was the number one pick and had a lot of hype coming in because he was a dunking machine, he had a yeah. lot of hype coming in. And there was a narrative that he's too soft. Blake's too soft. Blake's too soft. So he, he one night in year three, I think it was, he just had had enough. And he turned around and clocked the guy, and everybody was like, "Okay, we're good now." <laughs> like, yeah. like they just—they just want to see you do it. They're not going to keep They're not going to keep testing you once oh, yeah. they see you turn around and hit the guy. And so, when is just going to have to turn around and hit a guy, and then it'll be over. Then they won't mess with him anymore. On I, that, I don't you know? think I don't think Wemby even has to turn around to slap a guy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he can just do a backhand. Right, just like a backhand like this, just slap yeah, from exactly. anywhere. Yeah. yeah, but once he does that, they'll leave him alone. They'll they'll just they'll test him until he turns around and pops a guy, and then they'll leave him alone. That's how that's the league. That's what you got to do. Eventually, you got to do it, and then it's over. But he'll yeah. be fine after that. I don't think because he's not. I mean, he's not thought of right now as a soft player. Is you know what I mean? Like that's no. not mm -hmm. what people think of him. Maybe you think he's a finesse player. But he's not soft. There's nobody that mm -hmm. thinks this kid's soft. You know what I mean? So, so, but they will challenge him physically because that's just what you do right. when teams get good and when they're, you know, when the team hasn't been in the playoffs. And when they get to the playoffs, it gets more physical and yeah. they're going to try to punk him. And he's mm -hmm. just going to have to show he can't be punked, you know? And one way you do that is by getting to the foul line 15 times. But another way is just turning around and popping a guy. And that's what he's going to have to do. And he will. And he'll be fine. And that'll be the end of it. I'll, I'll remember that day when Wemby's going to clock someone. And I'll be like, hey, DA announced it. Yeah, it'll <laughs> happen. It's, it yeah. just, that's because you get tired of getting hit. Everybody does. And yeah. you got to handle it. You know, and he okay. will. He's not, he's not, he's not a punk. I don't think anyone thinks he's a punk. No, but, you're right. Bastion, this is great, man. Man, I always love talking to you. Um, you bring it, you bring it you straight, do. no chaser. I like that. Um, <laughs> you know, and you and you obviously you love the game as much as I do, and I love people that love basketball. So well, thank man. thank you as always. Uh, as I as I told your your colleagues, uh it's gonna be coffee time soon because games against uh 
I oh, think it's right. going to be against Jet Holmgren. Is against like Jet. 1 30 yeah. in the morning in here. So. <laughs> Get that five hour energy in you, baby. <laughs> seven. That's right. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us, man. And thank hey, you, y'all leaving. Thank y'all for listening in. Leave that five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine American podcast. And as Marcus would say, if you can't leave a five-star review, keep it to yourself, you haters. But we're going to send Wimby in there to slap the shit out of you. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>